Hi everyone, it's Florence Bremer. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall lover of popular culture. Besides all of this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find a balance between my work life and my personal life. I do not have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living your best life and enjoying work and enjoying time off. For this podcast, I I'm, have like a little bit of a hodgepodge to talk about. I was thinking about what, how to handle the next couple of weeks with Christmas and New Year's coming up. Most likely, I won't be doing new shows for the next two weeks, although I may feel... Um, motivated to do little bonus episodes depending on the Christmas movies or any streaming that I do over the next couple of weeks. But I hope that this couple of weeks is really turning out how it appears to be turning out. So far, I don't have any meetings from Christmas Eve until through January 1st, I'm back in court, unfortunately, on January 2nd and right again on January 4th um, and then have court that whole next week and a lot, a lot of hearings. So for the next couple of weeks, I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy my family. I want to enjoy my friends. And I hope that's what everyone else is doing, too. I've noticed that there appears to be a shift of people just really slowing down. In past years, as it's led up to Christmas, I've had years where there would be waves of some kind of work. Estate planning is a big one, where people feel very motivated to get their estate planning done by the end of the year. I'm not having that so much this year. A couple of things trickling here and there. Uh, I think the judges have finally stopped setting the big hearings, and um, it looks like my schedule will be not too terrible for this week. And I've noticed other people doing it in their business, just trying to, other people who also have their own businesses, also trying to have it quiet from this time period until New Year's Day. I'm going to give an example. It's hard for the self-employed, I will give you that, because you don't get paid when you don't work. But at the same time, you definitely need a break and you definitely need to come back refreshed. I was talking to my trainer this week and I've trained with her for, this will be the third Christmas that I've been working with her. And during all of those Christmas, she would modify the schedule so she would have limited um, times for training and you could come in on those times. And I always did. I always kept up with my training schedule, but I noticed that a lot of people did not come in during those times. And so this week she, or this Christmas, she said, forget it. She said from Christmas week to new year's week, I'm not training at all. Um, because she was just getting stood up quite a bit. And I understand that I've had 
over the years, I've had so many people who wanted to have a meeting on December 26th. And I don't think anyone actually showed up for it. I think 100% of the time I was stood up, maybe a couple, I'm probably exaggerating. But to me, December 26th is just a day where if you can, don't go to work. Um, It is the worst day in the world to work after you've had all that adrenaline flowing from cooking all the meals and wrapping all the presents and everything that you have to do. And then the evening of the 25th, you're exhausted. And then to just jump back into work on the 26th isn't isn't super doable. Um, I'll admit that I usually go to work on the 26th, um, but I go just to kind of check on things. And it ends up being one of the most quiet days of the year. The day before Christmas Eve will be infinitely more busy than December 26th. Um, this is sort of out of the out of the conversation, but um, something a tip that I wanted to share that I've done for many years. And with the busyness of the holidays, my suggestion is the one thing that you hate the most, don't do it. Pay someone to do it, exit off your calendar, just skip it all together buy it from the store, whatever it is, don't do it. For me, that's wrapping presents. There is nothing that I hate more in the world than wrapping presents. And for years, I've either had my mom do it or my sister-in-law because I can't stand it. I would rather pay them to do it than be bent over presents. And they actually kind of enjoy it. They both are beautiful wrappers. And so, um, I think they kind of like it. I mean, it's probably not their favorite thing in the world, but it's it's something that I dread. And that's a tip that I'll give. If there's something that you dread, if it's a, a trip that you dread or a visit that you dread or something, don't do it. And it will make your holidays so much better. Another tip I wanted to give about the holidays. So we kind of talked about my goal for that week between Christmas and New Year's, just the hopes that it's going to be quiet. And something else that I've come up with that for me really works is um, I've, I've done trips during the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I always have a good time. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that it's been terrible. But trips during other times of the year end up being so much more fun. I've always had a vision of skipping the whole Christmas thing and just spending Christmas in New Orleans in a, in a couple of hotel rooms with my, with my family. Um, and maybe one day I'll do that, but there's so many of us, I think that would be kind of hard and my mom and dad are getting old. So I don't know necessarily that that would work. But I prefer, if I can, to not travel that week between Christmas and New Year's. It's a, everyone's, it's great because the kids are off of school, but it's terrible because the kids are off of school. I've gone to Disneyland 
in that time period between Christmas and New Year's. And I went many years ago, like 20 years ago. And it was very crowded. And from what I hear now, the crowds that I faced 20 years ago are nothing like they are now, where you're just person to person, um, chest to back, walking in, in crowds, and it takes hours to get on rides, and you can't sit down and eat. And no, no thanks. I'll skip something like that. But if you're thinking something like Disney or Universal or one of the theme parks, a tip that I have is try to go a week or two before Christmas and try to go during a weekday. I'm going to go to Universal on this Monday and Tuesday. I'll let everybody know how it's how it works out after it's over, but I've done things like this before where I've gone the couple of weeks before Christmas and had my kids miss a day or two of school. And it works out pretty good. You're not facing the crowds that you would right at Christmas time, right before New Year's, and it, it's much better. Along those same lines, another tip I have is that there's a day where you can, during that time before Christmas, where you can just kind of have a a cheat day or a day off where you can pull the kids out of school and maybe head to the zoo or go see a movie or two or go to the train park or something like that, I recommend it. Um, They're probably not missing a whole lot at school this time of year, right before Christmas. And you get a day with the kids that isn't trying to go on December 28th when everybody in the world is trying to go to the zoo. So what about the week between Christmas and New Year? What are some tips for that? For me, I said, I mean, if you have to travel, you have to travel. If this is your time to take a vacation, take your vacation. But my preference is to stay home and stay local. So I like to do things like go to Zoo Lights. I've gone to Zoo Lights in Phoenix every year for the past, I can't even tell you how many years, 15 maybe, 20. Um, But here's a tip, and and I don't know if it works the same in every other city. I know a lot of cities have Zoo Lights. But our zoo lights in Arizona stay open till 10, and they open about 5. So at 5 o'clock, 5, 6, 7, everyone's pouring in there. They have you park at lots that are a mile away, and then they bus you in. My thought, no thanks. Really, it doesn't take you that long to get through zoo lights. Maybe an hour, maybe 45 minutes, because they cut off a lot of the zoo. It's not like you're walking the entire zoo for the zoo lights. So I usually show up after eight, um, sometimes even between 830 and nine. Even when 10 o'clock rolls around, when the zoo is officially closed, you still have an extra 15 or 20 minutes to walk through the zoo because it's so big. 10 o'clock rolls around. They don't expect you to be out the door at that time. So that's my little tip for that. Christmas time is a great time for movies. They submit a lot of the um, Oscar movies, and uh, there's just a lot of fun Christmas movies usually, and a lot of movies that I really want to see that time of year, and some time to see them. However, everybody else wants to go to the movies. So what's a little tip for that? I say go to either the first movie of the day, which I know can be hard, but you can change, turn it into, if it's a nine o'clock movie 
or 9.30, you can turn it into a, um, you can turn it into an early movie and then a brunch right after or a lunch right after, or you can um, go to the last movie of the night and um, you're not going to hit the crowds, the same crowds that you do if you try to go to like a four o'clock movie or a seven o'clock movie where it's just going to be unbelievably crowded. So that's another tip. Go to the first movie of the day or the last movie of the day. Another tip during that time period is here's <laughs> my morning is uh, I'll make myself some coffee or some tea and I have my coffee or my tea while I'm putting on makeup, putting on my jewelry, putting on my perfume, getting dressed, putting on my shoes. It's not that relaxing. It's not relaxing at all. So during this time of year, if I, if I, can do it, I like to just sit in a coffee shop for like two hours and have a stack of magazines or a stack of books. And even if I'm doing some work, if I if I have to do something, it's just so much more enjoyable to do it during that time and just really, really enjoy having some coffee and enjoying some t- quiet time. Also at this time period, I like to, um, and this is something that I've started doing again, I've been doing a little bit of yoga and my lower back and hips, I'm getting old. I, I just really am. And I used to do yoga all the time. I used to go to a class every Saturday and then I started to have these back spasms and it just was not doable. Um, I would just be in horrible, horrible pain after doing yoga. So if, if your back is good and you can do it, and it's during the time between Christmas and New Year's, take a class, unwind. That's another hard thing about yoga for me is that you have an hour to 90 minutes where you need to have your mind just be open to doing the exercises and doing the stretches. And most of the time, all I can think about is what is my calendar tomorrow? What does it look like for the next week? What calls do I have to return? And yoga becomes a bust for me. So because I just have this constantly running mind, I did switch to, and I know I've talked about it before, but I switched to um, working out with a trainer instead of doing yoga. Because working out with the trainer, the trainer's constantly talking to me, so it makes it harder to focus on something else. But I do need yoga. I do need something to stretch out. And there was a yoga show on that was probably it, it, at least 10 years old. And it's called Namaste Yoga. And it used to be on TV and they were 22 minutes. Um, with commercials, it was 30 minutes. And I used to record them all the time on the DVR. Well, I've changed providers, so I don't have those anymore. But then I thought, I wonder if they're on Amazon. And they were. You can buy, there were two series, you can buy them on Amazon. That amount of time, the 22 minutes, is so perfect for me for yoga. And a lot of the things that they do in the show are real good hip openers, um, lengthening of your hamstrings, lengthening of your quads. It's been very good for me. And I'm trying to squeeze that in to 
my regular schedule now because it's 22 minutes. I can do that. I have 22 minutes. But also my thought is every day during the break, why not do this? Why not wake up and do this and really, really hopefully start to feel good? Some other tips that I have for that quiet week is do some small organizing activities. And I don't mean like remodel your kitchen. You know, obviously, it's not that type of thing. You wouldn't be able to get contractors during that the holidays anyways. But there's little organizing activities that you can do that may not be that difficult to do. And also will make you feel really, really good once you do them. And you can do a 10 minute organizing job or you could do you know, an hour organizing job, whatever you want to do. And I found at the library this weekend, it's called The Real Simple Method to Organizing Every Room and How to Keep It That Way. And the book just goes room by room, lots of pictures, and has tips for organizing literally every room. The title is exactly as it says. And I went through um, this weekend and went through and did a few little organizing jobs. I organized my jewelry. My jewelry was a mess. I had this jewelry box that was super small and super ugly. And it just had all this dust on it. And it was something that I had gotten at Walmart for like 2 or $3 on clearance. So it wasn't a family heirloom. And I got something new and I tossed it. And I, I tossed the old one and reorganized my jewelry. And I love it. You know, I I went through and I organized my jeans. Um, You end up accumulating a lot of jeans for some reason. And I've had some of the same jeans for, I don't know, 15 years. So I went through them and um, I think I pretty much did keep everything. I think I got rid of one pair of jeans because I wear them pretty frequently, but they were a mess. They were an overflowing pile um, and I went through and I organized them. The other thing I did as part of the organization is I put the jeans that I hadn't worn in a while to the top of the pile. So they were foremost in my mind and I'm wearing clothes I haven't worn in a while. And it's nice because it feels like I have something new, but I haven't spent any money and I haven't done any shopping. Another thing that I like to do during that week is to think about my goals for the new year. And I don't mean it in terms of resolutions. I, I'm i not a super big fan of resolutions because I think you should always be thinking of your goals and always trying to figure out what you need to do and what you want to do. And so to say, I'm going to do this at the beginning of the year, to me, doesn't seem very productive. Like I feel like I'm always doing this. And some of the goals that I have is I want to drink more water. I want to try to read more and try to read a book every month. I want to spend less on coffee. I want to spend less less time connected to the internet and connected to my phone. And I want to move my body as much as possible. So some of those are just some of the goals that I've been thinking about for the new year. Some things I do not like to do during that week is go to the mall. Ugh. I hate that. It's everybody in the world is going to the mall because they're doing returns. If you have returns, 
wait till the middle of January, do yourself a favor, instead of trying to get in line, you'll get the same results, you'll just have whatever it is that you're trying to return for an extra two weeks, but you won't have that frustration. I talked about it already. um, But the movies, don't go to the movies during primetime movie going, you'll end up in the front row of the movies, it won't be enjoyable. Also, um, if you're doing holiday things around town, just be mindful of what might be the most crowded because crowds can be okay. I'm not a big fan of it. I try to avoid them. And so I just really try to look for times and places that may be less crowded. Also during this next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk about a few things that I recommend um, watching. You might have some time to do some streaming while you're at home. I just watched um, the Adam Sandler. It's a combination stand-up and comedy songs. It's called 100% Fresh. It's multiple shows that he did, sometimes in very small stages and then sometimes on very big stages. And it goes between stand-up mostly about his personal life. He talks a lot about his kids and his wife, um, which seems very, very sweet. And then he'll sing these just cute, funny little songs. And I loved it. I watched the end of the show a couple of um, weeks ago because my husband had it on and I woke up when he was watching it. He put it on when I was sleeping and I woke up and I saw the very end of it. And today I was at my brother's and he put it on and we all sat down and watched it together. There was, there's so much that I don't want to spoil it. Um, but I really, really recommend it. It was a lot more enjoyable than I thought, even though I had a taste of the end, which was really good. I don't know, like I wasn't clamoring to see it. And maybe it was just that I was watching it in the middle of the night when I first saw it, but I really enjoyed it. He did a rap about the three things that he always needs to have when he leaves the house, wallet, keys, phone. And it it's really cute. I don't want to spoil it because it just gets really, really cute. Uh, he sang this beautiful song about Chris Farley. And Chris Farley was always one of my favorites on Saturday Night Live. And I read the book about him once he died. And I lived across the street from Chris Farley when he died. I lived in Chicago and he lived in the John Hancock Center. And I remember that the day he died, there was all these helicopters flying around the John Hancock Center. I was like, what's going on? I didn't know at the time that he lived there, but obviously found out as soon as it hit the news. And it just always made me so sad that he, you know, was so young and, and so talented and just died really for no reason. And Adam Sandler sings a very sweet, touching song about him. And they have very, very uh, cute photos of Chris Farley, a lot of them with Adam Sandler, a lot of them with Chris Farley and his family. And it was very, very touching. And the rest of the show was super hilarious. I really, really recommend it. Something I didn't think I'd watch. I've always been an Adam Sandler fan. It's not like I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. Um, any of his older movies, like I have seen them all. I've even seen Don't Mess with the Zohan. Um, and then I know he's had a lot of movies in the last few years on Netflix. I am not caught up on those. Um, it just, there's so much stuff to watch all the time. It's just something I've never gotten to. 
And a lot of times I look for personal recommendations and no one has said anything particular about those movies, but maybe I'll check them out now. If you're looking to stream a show during the holidays, uh, this is one I've recommended before, but I think it could be really, really fun to watch during the holidays, even though it's not Christmassy at all. The Haunting of Hill House. I know I've talked about it before. It's a show on Netflix. It's 10 episodes, not very long. The show is terrifying and touching and sometimes funny. Great acting. I love the the children who play the adults because it goes back and forth between the past and the present. The children who play the adults are excellent. I just love, love, love the show. Um, and so if you haven't seen it yet, I definitely recommend it. One of my favorite shows to watch during the holidays is The Sopranos. I know it's old. I know it's been off the air forever. It's been off the air for 10 years. But this show always reminds me of Christmas. There are some great Christmas episodes. Um, In season one, it has one of my favorite Christmas episodes of all time. Although I don't really know... I mean, it's not Christmassy in the sense of heartwarming, (laughs) but I just want to say that without spoiling it. I know it's like a 15 year spoiler alert, so probably not that serious. Um, And it's one of those shows, too, that I think if you've seen it, it's worth repeating. There's always good things to catch. That show always cracks me up because I have I have an Italian grandmother. I mean, she's been deceased for many years, but there's been things that Tony's mother has said that has come directly out of my grandmother's mouth. And Uncle June is so much like my grandfather that I love to watch it. It's kind of like going home. Um, My family didn't have, wasn't part of the mafia, obviously, but um, the Italian mother, Italian older relatives, um, those are so true to life that it really makes me um, happy to watch them. And the plots themselves are just amazing. The show is is just the greatest. It's my favorite, favorite show ever. And um, so fun, I think, to watch during the holidays. Like just when it's, there's a lot of darkness, it's chilly outside. You can um, cozy up under a blanket and just really get caught up in the story. I'm going to tell you my three favorite Christmas movies um, in descending order from three to one. My third favorite Christmas movie, probably people won't think it's a Christmas movie so much, but it's one of my favorite movies to watch during Christmas. It's When Harry Met Sally. Um, the movie has two, two Christmases that they celebrate. Uh, there's like one year that there's Harry and Sally are together and then the next year and I don't know why I'm trying to um, be sensitive to any spoilers on a movie that's 30 years old but if you haven't seen it it's a delight like this movie really is a delight and it ends the movie ends in um, on New Year's uh, New Year's Eve so to me that is a Christmas movie number two is Elf I love Elf. Everyone loves Elf. I'm sure everyone has seen it. It's not a big surprise, but it's so sweet and so funny. And Will Ferrell is excellent. My number one favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. Um, With the greatest uh, Christmas song of all time, All I Want for Christmas is You. 
and all the different stories that come together at the end. I love this movie. And probably Love Actually and Elf are like really, really close to me. I mean, next year, I might they might be switched in my head. But those are two movies that I love. And I've been sort of saving them up for um, the week between Christmas and New Year's when I'm just sort of hunkered in and um, home with the family. Another thing I would recommend is old Simpsons episodes. I was trying to come up with what my top five favorite Simpsons episodes were. And let me pull up the list. One second, everybody. One of my favorite episodes is, and it's so hard, because once you start thinking of your favorite Simpsons episodes, you really can just go off. But these are five that mean a lot to me. One is a streetcar named Marge. And it's where Marge Simpson um, is in a play, the streetcar, or in a musical, A Streetcar Named Desire. It's so good on so many different levels. They have the Ann Rand daycare center that Maggie goes to. It's just so funny. Another one is Treehouse Five, which starts with the Shining parody. That one's so great. Um, another one my, of my favorites is when... Um, Marge and Lisa leave town because there's an oil spill and Lisa wants to help out. And Bart starts working at the burlesque house in town. Uh, one of my favorites also is Itchy and Scratchy Land. I love to watch that one before I go to Disneyland because there's so much about it that rings true about Disneyland. Um, so I love watching it. And then I also love the one where... Uh, Homer and uh, Marge go to marriage camp. So those are just a couple of episodes. I could probably name a, a hundred more that I love. Uh, but that's another fun thing to do during the holidays. Just watch The Simpsons. If you have cable, you can go on the um, FX um, app if you have Roku TV and you can watch whatever episodes you want and whatever you order that you want. And it's a lot of fun. So have a wonderful Christmas. Like I said, if I see some good movies, maybe I'll do some bonus content. But for the next two weeks, I think I will be um, releasing some of the earlier episodes. Um, and, and you can replay those and, and hopefully get something out of them. You can reach me on Facebook under my name. You can reach me on my website, bremerlaw.com, uh, Instagram, Florence Legally Brunette, Tumblr, Florence Legally Brunette, and Twitter, Florence Law. Have a wonderful holiday. Have a happy new year, and I will talk to everyone soon. Bye-bye.